Our scripture reading this morning is from the ninth chapter of Mark's Gospel, verses 38 through 50. This begins on page 715 in your pew Bible. Teacher, said John, we saw a man driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said. No one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. I tell you the truth, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to Christ will certainly not lose his reward. And if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone tied around his neck. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands to go into hell, where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with each other. This is the reading of God's Word. <coughs> Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, let these words bring you honor and prepare us to live in the world which you have given us. In the name of Jesus, amen. To paraphrase a line from a movie back in the 1980s, it's 260 miles to Chicago. We've got a full tank of gas. A Bible in our hand. It's dark outside, and I'm wearing sunglasses. Hit it! Now I'm going to take my sunglasses off so I can see. This is a paraphrase of a line from the movie The Blues Brothers. This is a movie that has a lot of interesting quotes in it. But there's one that I really want to focus on which provides the main plot of this movie. And that quote is, we're on a mission for God. Now think about it. All of us, every one of us here today, are on a mission from God. Because as Christians, we are called to serve God and to serve others. That is our mission. And our passage that we just read from Mark chapter 9 is an account of disciples questioning others on a mission from God. Because, as the 
disciples said, those people were not one of us. John spoke up and said, teacher, we saw a man using your name to expel demons. And we stopped him because he wasn't in our group. But Jesus wasn't pleased. He said, don't stop him. No one can use my name to do something good and powerful. And in the next breath, cut me down. If he's not an enemy, he is an ally. Now, John admitted that he and the others had rebuked this man for casting out demons in Jesus' name because he was not one of the 12 disciples, not part of their group. And John assumed that since this man was not one of the disciples, he had no right to do any work in the name of Jesus. That's a similar attitude that the Pharisees had. But remember, we know that John loved Jesus. And John wanted to do what was best. But in this case, his heart just wasn't in the right place. And sadly, this is an attitude that remains even with the church today. Because we tend to assume that we are serving the Lord in the best and most biblical way possible. And falsely, we think that those who do things differently have missed it and cannot be pleasing to the Lord. In fact, we go so far as to criticize and condemn those who do things differently. But as we go on, we'll see what Jesus thought about this. Jesus says in verse 39, Do not stop him, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. John is being reprimanded by Jesus for rebuking this one who was doing work in Jesus' name. But Jesus said that if they were serving in the name of the Lord, if they were doing miracles in Jesus' name, they could not speak evil of him. They could not even be a detriment to the kingdom. Sure, they were part of a different group, but they were all working toward the same goal. And that's a truth that we need to embrace even today. Because Jesus goes on, he says, Forever, whoever is not against us is for us. And truly, I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name, because you belong to the Messiah, will certainly not lose his reward. And so Jesus says that those who are not working against Jesus are working for Jesus, even though they didn't travel with Jesus. And he said if everyone who even gave a cup of water in Jesus' name revealed that they belonged to Christ, and they would not lose their reward. Their approach may have been different, but that did not mean it was wrong. Jesus could work through others just as he worked through the 12 disciples. And this is a lesson that we in the church need to learn because we can be judgmental sometimes of others who operate or serve the Lord differently than we do. And we assume that their differences disqualify them from service or accomplishing anything that is of value. We need to be careful of thinking like that and attitudes like that. Now, let me give you an example. Personally, when I preach, 
I like to use the New International Version of the Bible. That's what we have in the pews. That's what I use when I prepare my sermons. And that's generally, not all the time, but generally what I use if I make scripture, scripture references as part of my message. But that doesn't mean that the Lord is unable to speak through other translations, revealing a truth that leads to salvation. God's word is God's word. That's what's important. Right now I'm a pastor in the Moravian Church. In the past, well, I grew up in the Lutheran Church. I've been part of the Nazarene Church. Sharon and I were members of the Presbyterian <coughs> Church for many years. Are we as Moravians the only denomination reaching out to people? Certainly not. Everybody is reaching out to spread the gospel. We're celebrating communion this morning. We celebrate the Lord's Supper about eight times a year. Some celebrate it on a monthly basis. Some celebrate it on a weekly basis. Which way is correct? Just because others do things different doesn't mean that God is not working through them as well. <coughs> I may have different preferences, and I may disagree with some of the methods that people use, but if they're doing the work of the Lord, that's the important thing. If they're saved by grace, and they're seeking to advance the gospel, we are all on the same team, working towards the same goal. And eventually, time will reveal the truth, and it will show us what is from God. Let me share something else with you. I was ordained a deacon in the Moravian Church, August 29, 2010, at the Lytics Moravian Church by Bishop Hogan Clement. Now, by and large, and with a few exceptions that have to be approved by the PEC, to serve as a pastor in a Moravian Church, you have to be ordained by a bishop. Ordination comes through the bishops. And in order to be ordained in the Moravian Church, you have to have an appropriate education. That's spelled out in the Book of Order. That's not true in every denomination. And while some form of higher education may be required, a Master of Divinity degree is not necessarily needed. Some congregations perform the ordination rather than the denomination. Does that make one pastor better than another pastor? <coughs> no. I don't believe so. Because both are serving God. Both are on a mission from God. And so why is it that people oppose others? Why is it people are not so tolerant? Well, there's several reasons. Loyalty to an organization or to a leader can cause intolerance. Conviction of our own position or belief can cause intolerance. The need for unity. Jealousy or envy. There can be a sense of pride, a sense of arrogance, a sense of being better than others. We do it this way. We must be right. The man in our gospel reading 
although professing and ministering in the name of Christ, was rebuked and stopped by the disciples. What he was doing was unacceptable to them. But John sensed his guilt over this matter and was honest enough to confess his intolerance when Jesus asked him about the situation. And so what did Jesus say? Very simply. Do not stop him. Receive him. Let him serve. This person is not against us. Therefore, he is for us. Sometimes I think we're more like the disciples than we care to admit. Anytime we allow our desires and our preferences to hinder what the Lord generally seeks us to do through Him, we need to be willing to serve Him and others without being judgmental and condemning. Just because somebody has a different approach. I pray that the Lord will guide our hearts as we strive to serve Him. Because we need to keep our focus. And our focus is on Jesus Christ. As Albert Blue said in the movie, May the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Remember the mission. And don't let prejudice get in the way of the message. Let us pray. Lord God, make the words we have heard living words at the core of our being. Help us put our faith in no other power than the power of your saving love. Make us agents of your love, blocking no one's entrance into your presence, into your love and grace. Through Christ, enable us to be at peace with one another and to salt the earth with the power of your peace. Amen.